Immigration Advocates Network podcast. Hello, welcome to our podcast series on perspectives in immigration. Today, we welcome Sonal Ambegalkar from the National Immigration Law Center to talk about perspectives on the health-related aspects of immigration reform. Welcome, Sonal. Thank you, Patricia. Why don't you tell us the background on your organization, you, and your work at your organization? Sure, and um, thank you so much for um, inviting me to speak today. My organization is the National Immigration Law Center. We're based in Los Angeles, but also have an office in D.C., and the organization has been around since 1979, and for the last 30-plus years, we've been working on a variety of issues, both from um, different strategies we use, litigation, policy analysis, training, and technical assistance to focus on um, advancing and promoting the rights of low-income immigrants. So our focus is um, on immigrant rights work, but through an anti-poverty lens. And um, we are currently focusing on issues of health care, benefits, workers' rights, immigration enforcement at the state and um, federal level, and, of course, now immigration reform. And what is your position there, and what is your background, please? My position, I'm the health policy attorney, um, and we have a um, unit devoted to access to health care for immigrants um, to make sure whatever current access is available remains so, but more importantly, to um, try to expand access to uh, affordable care. So there, there is care available, but it's not often affordable. And my role at the organization and the work that we're focused on is to ensure, again, through whatever options there are in our current healthcare system, whether it be private or public insurance um, or um, existing access for those who are uninsured, we want to make sure immigrants, regardless of their immigration status, have access and know that it's safe to seek healthcare in the United States. Thank you. Can you tell us more about the background of milk in the health policy aspects of the immigration debate? It seems this has been a growing issue for you over the years. Yes. So um, milk actually has been working on this intersection of immigration and health care back since 1996 uh, when welfare reform passed. Um, prior to 1996, there were rules um, about who can get access to health care that basically said if, you're, if anyone is here lawfully in the United States, they would be eligible for um, most health care coverage. After 1996, however, there were many, many restrictions, even on legal immigrants, and um, undocumented immigrants were definitely restricted even further than whatever access they had. And so we've been working on this um, issue since at least that time and have tried to um, restore access to health care since those restrictions were in place in 1996. And we've had some moderate success through um, recent legislation for children's health care and then during health care reform um, under the Affordable Care Act, which passed in 2010. Can you briefly talk about NILC's health-related principles for comprehensive immigration reform? In other words, 
what you would like to see happen, your core issues and your main points? Sure. Just like in other health reform advocacy we've been doing, the same principles apply in immigration reform in terms of ensuring um, everyone who's here, regardless of their immigration status, has access to affordable health care. And in the United States, because we're um, an insurance-driven health care system, one of the key factors is making sure immigrants, specifically low-income immigrants from Milk's perspective, have access to affordable health care insurance, whether it be through their employment or other um, mechanisms. Hmm. And is the current legislation on track to address these concerns? Unfortunately not. I think we saw during health care reform, for those um, who may have followed the story in the media, is um, this intersection of immigration and health care seems to be very politically sensitive. And um, there's, uh, there's misunderstanding about why immigrants actually come to the United States. And most immigrants come, again, for jobs and family. But there's a perception that immigrants come for health care and other benefits. And so there's a very restrictive attitude towards ensuring immigrants have access to health care. And currently, the bill excludes anyone who's going to be on the road to citizenship from affordable health care for at least 10 years. And that's really problematic, not only for immigrants, but actually for all of us who are using the health care system. And I think the other piece that we learned during health care reform is that it's fiscally and economically not good to have people who are uninsured. So we know that 11 million people hopefully will have some access to lawful status through the immigration reform bill. We know that they're going to be here for at least um, the next 10 years, that you would want them to seek preventative care and not be forced to use the emergency room because those costs then get have to get paid by all of us. And so we're not actually saving money by denying immigrants health care, but that's the perception, unfortunately, out there. Thank you. And who are some of your allies for reform, and who would you like to see join in? We actually have created a whole broad new campaign to bring in new allies who traditionally haven't spoken out on this issue of immigrants and um, access to health care through reform. Our um, coalition is called the Healthy New Americans Campaign, and it consists of faith-based groups, immigrant rights groups, health care advocates, children's health advocates, and children's rights advocates anti-poverty groups, and um, labor. We would love to see more participation from small business employers um, as they hire many immigrant workers and have been working on health care reform. And um, of course, we could use just a broader intersection of healthcare professionals who could weigh in on this issue. Thank you. So how do you engage your community or your constituency in the campaign for reform? So um, through NILC, we um, provide updates and alerts and provide policy analysis on current bills that are um, or legislation that's out there and the impact it would have on access to health care. Um, we also uh, provide through our campaign, we provide um, updates through conference calls. 
and um, we have an active listserv where we attempt to keep people updated in real time and share information, which is more about peer sharing um, as well as milk providing updates. And then finally, we are working with the media to make sure that the public and especially those who are supportive of immigration reform understand the impact um, of excluding uh, immigrants from health care and to make sure that the access to health care doesn't derail immigration reform as a political issue. And how can people sign up for the listserv or find out more about the issues that matter most to NILK? Sure. There's um, through NILK's website, which is www.nilc.org. You can sign up for our um, listserv, and there's uh, different categories that you can sign up for if you're interested in workers' rights or healthcare. Specifically, you can sign up to receive updates. And then for the Helping New Americans campaign, um, we have a, um, a link that you can sign up and try to and join the campaign. And right now, it's currently open to all nonprofit organizations. We aren't um, accepting individual um, consumers at this point because it is an advocacy campaign focused on federal legislation. But um, if anyone's interested in finding out more or joining the campaign, I'd be happy to uh, be the contact person for those questions. Thank you. Do you want to give out your email address as a contact person, or shall they find you through the website? Sure, they can find me through the website, but I'm happy to share my contact information now. It's um, my last name is spelled A M B E G A O K A R at N I L C dot O R G. Thank you so much for your time. This is Sonal M. Begelker. She is a health policy attorney at the National Immigration Law Center. And Sonal, we appreciate your expertise and your time with us today. Thank you, Patricia, and to all of those listening, thank you for all the work that you're doing for immigrants.